Hello, family. Hello, and welcome back to the Spirit Led Leader Podcast. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, and today I am going to be talking about the importance of vision and setting expectations. And so please tune in to today's episode if you're interested in just getting a word around the importance of setting the vision and making it plain and not just thinking of it from the perspective of this is what the Bible said do and so therefore I'm going to do it, but to really understand what it means, what the Bible is telling us to do when it gives us that scripture to write it down and make it plain. And so I am going to break that down. I'm also going to share just the vision and the journey that you can expect to go on over these next few weeks. And then also give you some perspective on how you too can set expectations and that you're not just listening to this podcast because it sounds good or because it feels good, but because you are intentionally wanting and desiring to get something out of it. The goal here is for you to grow your influence, your confidence, and your relationship with God. And so what are the expectations you need to set to ensure that you grow in this way? You are listening to the Spirit-Led Leader Podcast, where you will go from being prideful to fruitful, gaining biblical principles that will grow your influence, confidence, and relationship with God. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, the author of The Fruit of a Spirit-Led Leader. I am also a wife, mom, and believer in business. Now, turn on that do not disturb, grab your notebook and pen, because it's grow time. All right. So as mentioned in the intro, we are here today to talk about the importance of setting a vision, making it plain, making that applicable, and really being able to set expectations for what you are wanting and desiring to get out of just this podcast, but more importantly, out of where you are in your life. Part of what we're doing here is to grow you spiritually and to help you develop a maturity and a deeper relationship with God um, as it relates to your work and everything that you do in your life. But the reality is, is that you have to have a revelation around what that looks like. And so I want to just share one quick insight and download that God has given me over the past couple of days. And at first I wasn't sure of the relevance and where it fits into all of this. But one thing that God has been showing me personally is that we oftentimes try to prove our capabilities. We try to prove what we're made of, prove what we can do, prove that we are enough and prove that you know, we are who who we think we are, or uh, we want to make sure that people see us in a certain light. And God has been really allowing for me to see this in the context of how I personally show up. And so recently he gave me the example of uh, focusing on my website. So just to give you guys a little bit of background, I have a website and it is true to who I am and what I can offer, but it's not a complete picture. It gives one element of the services that I provide. And I was sitting here having conversations with, you know, all these decision makers and 
starting to feel like, oh man, maybe I'm not showing up properly. Maybe I'm not coming across professionally because I don't have everything that I offer on this website. So how will they know what to come to me for? And then I started to overthink that and and focus in on how do I prove that I am a leading expert in this space? How do I showcase the, the expertise? And I'm not telling you that you're not supposed to showcase yourself on a website or do the things to get the visibility and be seen in the marketplace or in your job or wherever you know your arena is. But what I am saying is that sometimes we focus on that when we need to be focusing on moving. And so how God showed it to me was that there is a time when you are supposed to get visibility and be seen and God will tell you when that is. But when we get caught up on proving ourselves, we are focusing on the PR, the public relations. We are focused on the publicity and we're focused on how I I, the center is on I, how am I going to be perceived? And God said that, you know, in the beginning, it's not about the PR, it's about the M, it's about the mission, it's about your ability to move. And so when I was younger, I will walk through the mall. This was actually an exercise that I would do quite frequently, but I was always fascinated that If I started at one end of the mall and walked really, really fast to the other end of the mall, people would just move out of my way because they saw that I was trying to hurry up and get somewhere. And so that that exercise was always etched and has been etched in my mind for years. I would I would have to say probably 20 years or so where if you're on a mission and you're moving and people can see that you're moving, they're either gonna move out of your way or ask you where you're going or where you're trying to get to and gonna come along with you. But when I'm in this state of proving myself, I'm standing still, I'm strategizing, I'm focusing on my public relations versus my mission. And so my point right now is that there is a difference between P-R-O-V-E and M-O-V-E. And the difference is mission over PR. And so how is that relevant to vision and why it's important? It's because if we don't get a revelation on what the mission is, then we're not going to be able to move. And if we're not able to move, then we're going to be in this constant state of proving who we are, what we can do, what we're capable of. And that is not what God wants us to do. In the trailer episode, we talked about how God despised pride. And one of the reasons is because it's I focus. It's you thinking about you versus understanding what God is thinking of. What is God asking you to do? What is what is God Uh, equipping you to do versus what you feel equipped to do versus what you feel uh, you're ready for. When we think about making the vision plain, I really, you know, I've had moments where I just felt like, well, well, God, what is the vision? (laughs) Tell me so that I can know. And 
I would get nothing. I, it would just be a blank. <laughs> and one of the things that I learned, and this was, again, revealed to me through scripture, was that just wait on it. Wait on the revelation. Wait on the vision to be revealed for you because while it may tarry, it won't tarry forever. And so I'm going to just read some scriptures that allowed me to really come to that conclusion. And the first one was just looking up the word vision, what it biblically means. And the definition that I got was that is a revelation. It's a divine or supernatural disclosure. And so my prayer was and is, and my hope is for you too, is this, Lord, what is the revelation for this business, this job, this season that you have me going into? What all do I need to change align and set forth to carry out your perfect will. Please reveal it to me. Make it plain to see and simple to execute. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So as we think about what it is that we're asking God to reveal to us, we also need to be asking God what is it that we need to change, align to, are set forth so that we are able to carry out his perfect will. Proverbs 29, 18 says, Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. And the way I translated that scripture was, Where there is no vision, people throw away self-control, but content, which is peaceful happiness, is he who knows the instructions teachings and words of God. In the book, I talk about the fruit of the spirit. And so one of the fruit of the spirit is self-control and self-control is the influenced or directed behavior that allows us to exercise restraint over or not give into our impulses, emotions, or desires. It is crucial for us to understand that having self-control does require resistance. It takes resisting the urge to do what we're driven to do, which is our impulses, what we feel like doing, our emotions, or what we want to do, our desires. In order to resist something, we have to accept or submit something else. So where there is no vision, people don't submit. So if you're sitting here wondering how to submit and, you know, thinking I need to do this, I should be submitting to this. And I thought I was submitted to God's will, but the word is saying that if we, if we're not submitting, maybe the question is not about what you're, uh, what you have the will to do yourself or it's not a question of, you know, is this a, a matter of you just not doing it, but more so, do you have the vision? Do you have the revelation that's so deep down on the inside of you that you know that you need to submit to it? But if it's unclear or you're still waiting for an answer, then yes, it will be difficult to submit to a plan that you don't feel is quite clear. So as we think about what submission is, Submission is the condition of being submissive, humble, or compliant. To be submissive, we have to submit to others. To be humble, 
we have to eliminate pride. And to be compliant, we have to obey. Self-control is a condition of submission in which we are required to behave in a way that is submissive, humble, and obedient. And I talk more in depth in this in the in the book, but bringing us into this idea that if I'm not being submissive, a root cause of that may be the fact that I don't have the vision or the revelation for the thing that I'm trying to submit to or for or have self-control around. So for some of us who who feel like, oh, I want to lose weight or, you know, I want to go harder in, in getting contracts or getting promotions or I, I want to be a better parent or a better partner or spouse, I just got to do it. I just got to have discipline. I got to be self, you know, have self-control to do better, be better. When the reality is, is that it's a condition. It's a condition that we need a revelation around in order to do. It only comes from the Holy Spirit. So our first reaction is not to, you know, try to beat ourselves up to figure out what we're not doing right, but rather seeking God to understand, Lord, what are we missing? What are we not seeing? What is it that I need to wait on to hear to do this in a way that is submissive to your will, your way? So for me personally, my thought was, if I don't get a revelation, I won't have a vision that allows for me to have the self-discipline to strike my flesh and make me a slave to my impulses, emotions, and desires. But when I decide to choose the Holy Spirit to influence my behavior, I'll be able to submit to others. I'll be able to be humble and obedient. So what I'm saying here is that the importance of vision is that it helps us choose what God wants over what we want. If we go to 1 Timothy 1 and 7, knowing the vision allows for you and I to not be timid. Knowing the vision gives us power, love, self-discipline. Habakkuk 2 Two through three is the the famous scripture that everyone quotes when it comes to, you know, how to write the vision, make it plain, right? And so I'm going to read that and, and give you my translation of it to drive home the importance of having vision, which is really having a revelation. Habakkuk 2 says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And so my translation to that was keep the vision simple. Though getting the vision may linger, wait for it because it will definitely come. It will not continue to be void or remain unclear for a significant amount of time. The moral of all of what I just said is this, the vision is the divine guidance in which you and I should apply our faith to. Trusting God to bring forth by his grace at his pace, 
and being led by the Holy Spirit, which is his wisdom. So me coming to you in this episode to share the vision of this podcast, I'm really telling you is that I'm sharing the revelation that I am willing to submit to now that it is clear to me what the mission is. So now I can move and not focus on proving who I am because I'm busy moving. I'm busy executing on the mission because it's clear. So if you think about that scripture of it's simple to where someone can run by and see it, the point here is that you're moving, that you're moving, you're moving, you're not proving anything. So if you're in a state of feeling like you have to prove, then that is where you need to pray to God to ask him for the revelation so that you don't feel like you have to prove, but instead that you can actually move. You can move forward because you understand the mission and you're not focused on the PR, the visibility and and how you are showing up, how you are carrying out or executing the thing, but to focus on God and what God is telling you to do and how God is telling you to do it. So as you listen to this podcast, again, it's, it's really critical for you to set your vision, to get a revelation on what it is you want to get out of this. You can listen and consume a hundred podcasts a day if you wanted to, because it's so easy to do. It's at your fingertips. It's on your phone. It's in your pocket. It's in your ear constantly. And so my question to you is, what is going to make this podcast different for you? What expectations are you setting up now? Not for me to come through on, but for you to deliver on based on what God is saying. The expectation is, Lord, what do you want to do? How do you want to use this content for me to then grow in you, to then grow in influence so that as I'm influencing others, you're influencing me. So now I'm showing more of who you are. I'm displaying your goodness. I am being able to grow in a way that allows for other people to see the fruit that you are producing in my life. And that is good and everlasting and making people want more of it because they can taste and see that is good. That's the goal. That's the vision. It's to produce good fruit that is everlasting that allows for others to see and taste the goodness of the Lord. So no matter what industry you're in, no matter what occupation you're in, no matter what your mission is, the big question here is, are you producing good and everlasting fruit? The only way you can do that is through the Holy Spirit. So for this first season, God is causing me to get and be extremely vulnerable, to share with you my perceived failures, what I thought for so long were failed attempts that what I've learned over time weren't failures in the sense of 
me not knowing or me not being or me not doing enough. Because that not enough is a lie. Not enough is a trick of the enemy to make us think that we do have to prove that we do have to focus on ourselves, which hinder us from moving. And so I am going to share those stories. And if we were to think about what those stories represent, it really is three categories. It's stories of blessings, stories of possibilities, it's stories of destiny. In the first episode, I was sharing with you the theme that has come out of my journey, which is this underlining thought that it's been a a journey of discovery, of focus and clarity. And I, I share with you in that episode, in episode two, the exercise of outlining your uncomfortable advantage. So thinking about the the vivid experiences that you've had that you didn't positively receive or think through. That you you were like, why, Lord? Why did I have to experience this? Why, Lord, did I have to endure or go through this? And so I did that exercise. (laughs) And those are the stories that I'm going to share And what I'm here to say is that I'm not sharing this because I want to talk or because I want to be seen. I'm sharing these stories so that you may be able to resonate or see God in these stories and in the consistency in your own. God is consistent. God will do things differently for each and every one of us because he knows us. And so the way he may show up to me may be different than how he shows up to you or the experiences that you have may be different than the experiences that I have. But God's character is the same. As I reflect on these stories and you know, what my shortcoming was and what my perception of that shortcoming was and what other people's perceptions was. But ultimately, what was the blessing? What did God reveal to me? How did I grow? How did I develop? And so as I go through this journey of sharing these stories, I want you to to go along the journey with me. So if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the email so that you can get the exercise so that you can do it and have a template to do it and come alongside me to look at your stories as well and understand what's consistent because that consistency is God. That consistency is the Holy Spirit letting you know that you are not alone, that what you went through wasn't by happenstance. That the shortcoming that you may have experienced doesn't have to be perceived as a setback. So today's episode, I just wanted to to come on quickly to just remind you of what the vision is, what it means to have a vision, the importance of it, 
the importance of setting expectations, not for anyone else to live up to, but for you. What are you expecting? And to give you the journey of what I'm going to be sharing and what you should listen for. My hope and my prayer is that through these next few weeks, you're able to discern God, that you're able to understand how God sees you so that you can in turn see yourself. One of the things that God keep telling me is do you trust me or not? Do you trust me? And yes, I do trust you, Lord. And then God challenged me with the question of, well, why don't you trust what I think about you? So I'm going to throw that question back onto all of you. Do you trust God or not? And if you do, is it possible to trust that God knows you and what you're capable of and what he placed on the inside of you? And if he's calling you into a place or a space or to do something that he wouldn't put you in a predicament that he knew you wouldn't be able or equipped to, to handle? Do we trust God even when God says that he trusts that we are the person to carry out the mission, that we are the person to do the thing? Do we trust God in trusting us? So I'm going to leave you with that. And I also want to just reiterate the prayer so that, again, you can reflect on this and be prepared for next week's episode where I am going to share my first story of where I felt uncomfortable and what was the blessing revealed to me in that situation. So here's the prayer. Lord, what is the revelation for this? What all do I need to change, align, and set forth to carry out your perfect will? Please reveal it to me. Make it plain to see and simple to execute. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Again, I'm going to just ask that you subscribe. And when you do, I'll send you all the activities and exercises that I mentioned in the episode. And I just pray that this, this episode bless you and that you take action and set the vision or seek to understand what the vision is, set expectations, and prepare your heart and your mind to listen in to these next few weeks to hear God's consistency and what he's saying through me to you about your specific situation, your specific story, your specific journey. See you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Spirit-Led Leader Podcast. Right now, I want to invite you to come alongside me by subscribing to this podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. And for those of you who have already subscribed, thank you. I've gotten vulnerable. Now it's your turn. I want to hear from you. And so here are a couple ways for you to reach out. One, join me in the Spirit-Led Leader community on LinkedIn and let me know what you got out of this episode. Two, leave a positive written review if you feel others need to hear this. And three, if you thought this episode was powerful and one you would like to share, please leave a five-star rating and share it. 
I'm so grateful to host the show and truly excited for what God is going to do in and through us this week. Until next time, keep in step and know that God's got you, therefore you got it.